There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for Rotten Treasure. Hello, welcome to the Rotten Treasure podcast. We uh, watched Rocky Balboa. I'm the host, Jim O'Donnell, and with me as always is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hey, Jim, it's me, the other host. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Kai? Pretty good. Uh, I watched more uh, Sylvester Stallone today. Uh, I had to watch it for less minutes than some of the other movies, so that's good. That makes me feel good. That, the perfect amount of Sylvester Stallone is less minutes than any other day. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I felt like that was a joke. Let's bring in the guest. <laughs> All right. Writer, producer, and native New Englander, uh, seen performing improv and sketch comedy at UCB, The Pit, and currently The Pack Theater in Hollywood, and Kai's funniest friend, take that, Donnie, it's Ryan Clark. We are trying to get Sylvester Sloan on the podcast. Uh, I think Elena pointed it out that he's probably available. So, (laughs) oh, dude, he's available, man. I'm sure, like, he's probably on Cameo or something too, right? Oh, well, hang on. If we're going to go to the first Google of the show, let's see how much he is on Cameo. <laughs> okay, we all can right. all agree that Polly definitely is. There's no doubt that Polly's not on Cameo. Is Polly the, the dude with the in the bucket hat? Is he the... He's, he's <laughs> the, yeah. He's yeah, the drunk, yeah, he's the drunk uh, brother-in-law. Yeah. Okay, that's Polly. Good to know. Okay. And he, all of his Cameos, he actually sticks to it, and he gets shit-faced before he makes them. Uh, is, that re- is that real? No, I hope so. I mean, oh, if it's man. not, I really just helped. If If... That guy listens to the podcast. You're welcome. Dude, I don't think that guy knows what a podcast is. <laughs> I don't think he has any idea. I don't think he was even acting in that movie. He was just, they just turned on the camera and they were just like, why don't you just roam around and <laughs> just explore the space? And like, that's how they yeah. got his part. Yeah. You're talking, I think honestly, that might be the case for Rocky One. I will look up the trivia at some point. I would not, I would not doubt that. <laughs> He's never seen the movie. Is it, he has no idea he's in a movie. Sylvester <laughs> Stallone just calls him every two years and is like, hey, uh, why don't you come hang out in front of some camera? He's like, oh, all right, yeah. Yeah, 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 I got free lunch, right, Rock? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Which, like if he is a real person, very offensive real person, <laughs> and, like, cold-hearted, I mean, in, like... Mm-hmm. When they go to visit the old uh, the skating rink, he's just like, it burned down! Stop looking at it! <laughs> Dude, I loved that. Like, I, I mean, why was he there? Is it because Rocky was giving him a ride home? Because he didn't seem... It's like an annual thing. It's like, because he pointed it out. It, it seems like it's been at least, I think, like three or four years. And it, it definitely sounded like this is something he's done a few times. Uh, done the, the Adrian tour, you know, like, <laughs> to honor her. <laughs> the Adrian tour, yeah. Now we'll go to this uh, this burnt down pet shop or whatever that's just filled with like empty cages and like skeletons in them. He's like, yeah, this is why <laughs> somebody forgot to feed the birds. <laughs> I like to think that that's the reason why it shut down was because there's just a bunch of bird skeletons in it. It's like, I don't want to go to that place. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't have animals. Once it, once Adrian stopped working there, they, they didn't hire anybody new. They just closed <laughs> it. <laughs> Let the animals figure it out. They'll be fine. <laughs> have you seen any of the other movies? 
Uh, so I'm sure I watched the first one like on television, like when I was a kid and I don't think I've seen, oh wait, no, I saw the one, wasn't there one where like it was a big Russian guy? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a fourth one. Okay. Yep. So I, I think I've seen that cause I remember him like on a treadmill and like shit like that. And then, uh, <laughs> and they're pushing it as like steep as they possibly can. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I seem to remember something like that. And then probably 20 years went by and then I watched the sixth one a few days ago. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that. Uh, I found out the reason why a lot of people uh, watch the fourth one is because they play it on Christmas, because it's a it's technically a Christmas movie because it's set on Christmas. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that. That's because it. Uh, someone <laughs> at one point goes, "You're fighting on Christmas." Yep. <laughs> that's right. that discussion. So that's why you probably don't remember it. Yeah, it's like Die Hard. You know, and it's like it it happens to take place on Christmas. Is it a Christmas movie though? See, I would disagree with that, considering it, it like it does there is a reason why it's on Christmas. That's true. He's but, trying to get back to his kid or something, right? Mm, For Christmas? Yeah, to his family. And like there's a lot of themes about family, so both plot wise and story wise, there's okay. reasons why it's Christmas. Jim, there are a lot of those, right? Like we get to watch those at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's five of them, I believe. I, I do I do forget we're allowed to watch other movies sometimes. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I will always, like, if it's not a franchise at this point, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can still do that. But, like, as a normal person, you're like, I want to <laughs> yeah. watch My Neighbor Totoro. No, Gotta wait. But there's no Gotta Totoro wait. 3. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to put I'm gonna put Rocky 1 in one of my top Christmas movies then. Uh, that one, I'm, <laughs> I'm putting uh, Jack Frost with uh, Michael Keaton. I'm putting that up in there. Yes! And then, uh, <laughs> remember that? Oh my god, I do! I love that movie! <laughs> I remember oh. being so... I never saw it, but I was so afraid of it. You should uh, be. That's fucking terrifying. The idea dead of my dad a becoming a snowman was frightening. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, his wife, they're just, he's just in the yard. I forget every any there's, detail of that movie. There's but. a snowman dad having a snowball fight. And yeah. like, at one point... does Mike gets boobs. Am I making this up? But does he actually just have like seemingly like robot snowman arms that are just like scooping it really fast? Are you thinking of Elf? What am I thinking of? Snow Day? Let's just yeah. let's just all take a moment and try and remember what movie Kai's talking about right now. <laughs> all right, so there is. Just... Are you thinking of Snow Day with uh, with um, what's his face? Josh Peck. <laughs> no. Uh... <clears throat> who was radio who played the challenge guy in radio uh radio wait <laughs> oh oh cuba gooding jr cuba gooding yeah cuba gooding has a oh wait that's snow dogs i was just gonna say you're thinking snow. Of snow dogs. So, uh no god damn it snow day has josh peck and chris elliott in it yes chris from elliott. nickelodeon right yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. also chevy chase he's like a oh. weatherman and he's like it's gonna snow <laughs> all right thanks Chevy. <laughs> he's, <laughs> right, he's also the dad of the kids, so. Oh, okay. All right, so what I'm going to do is we're going to take the whole snowball fight scene, and I'm going to show it to you guys on the podcast through the camera lens. That sounds okay. like a good idea. This is going to be good for the listeners, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they love this shit. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. But, yeah, I don't know. It, it might be this movie. It might not be. Uh, but, honestly, now I'm making it more terrifying that this snowman that's alive has robot arms so let's just keep it at that it didn't happen that's for my memories i think the scariest part about that is that michael keaton becomes not a michael keaton snowman but a george clooney snowman 
<laughs> because it's very clearly based off of George Clooney and not Michael Keaton. He's very cool. Is that the tagline? You think Clooney signed on first and then they were like, you know what, we need Keaton on this. We need Keaton on the project. <laughs> I'm almost certain that they wrote the role for George Clooney and then George Clooney went, no. You're right. And then Michael <laughs> Keaton was like, absolutely. I ha- I haven't done a thing since Batman, so... <laughs> What do you think that movie would have been like if it was Tom Hanks? Because I think he can play anything. Like if he, like he, but like not as a comedy or anything like that, but like as a serious drama. Um, I think it would have ruined his career, and I don't think we. <laughs> I don't think we'd even be talking about him right now. <laughs> like we'd instantaneously be like, "I'm done with you, Tom. You yeah. ruined it. You had such a good thing going." He was just in like award-winning movies too. At that point, like Catch Me yeah. If You Can. Do you think this killed Keaton's career? I mean, like, he came back a little bit. No, he was shit. in a bunch of movies, because he was also in Spotlight recently. I just saw that, and that was a good flick. It was a feel-good movie. It's um, not a feel-good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's Spotlight about? It's about the uh, people at the Boston Globe who uncovered the uh, the Catholic priest molestation scandal. Jesus Christ, this movie did 97%. People, It's really, really good. Fuck, all right, well, uh, they gotta make three of them. You can watch it on your, well, I mean, we could figure out, like, Spotlight, Moonlight, um, and a different light. I really hope it's, like, uh, like, Nightlight. That'd be really cute. Uh, Friday Night Oh my god, yeah, that works Uh, for me. Honestly, we can make whatever stretch of a reason to do anything on this podcast at this point. Movies that end in lights. (laughs) Perfect. Franchise. Done. 50 movies with light in the Good. title. <laughs> Is that going to work? Oh, yeah. We can, we can watch Yu-Gi-Oh! the movie, Pyramid of Light. Duh. You know, I don't know anything I don't know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh! But I'm ready to jump in and start watching the movies based on the card trading game. Is it, tra- is it like a magic game or is it like a... Like, is it a, is it a game you play Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm-hmm. Or is it just like a trading card thing? It's a game you play. It's more. It's a. It's like Magic the Gathering, but I don't know anything about Magic the Gathering, so I uh, can't properly make that comparison. Okay. I've played like twice. Like someone bought me a deck, um, and now it just exists in my house. Yeah, no. Hmm. Those are like twenty bucks. Yeah, well, someone likes me. You know, I have friends. I did not. Well, thanks for having me on the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to me and this is fun. Just, uh, this is me and Jim fight. <laughs> We're just kicking off with that. <laughs> Speaking of fights, where are you going with this one, Kai? Uh, <laughs> How are you going to transition into Rocky with a fight? Hey, oh. I gotta get back in the ring. <laughs> My son doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> oh, I did. I did like the daddy issues for this. Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, what I feel like I know that guy. I haven't seen him in anything, but his face is really familiar. Does anyone know? Oh, my girlfriend knew who he was. He's in a TV show. He's in the like Gossip his, Girl, I think. His son? Okay. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. He's I know he's he's just he's a very baby faced like I work in an office. Oh, but I don't sound like Mrs. Stallone. I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my uh, kind of my overall take on that whole side of this movie is um, 
Okay, the whole front half of the movie, right, is like he doesn't want to be associated with his dad. He doesn't want people to know that that's his dad. He goes to the restaurant or whatever, and then they have that short little like kind of conversation next scene this dude's in rocky like apparel and mm-hmm. he's on he's ringside <laughs> yeah like what quick. happened and then he's like oh i quit my job like what well it was just this 180 of this dude's like feelings it didn't make any sense well you you have summed up every character development in all of the movies where it's just at one point someone goes you know what no, I'm I'm the opposite of who I am right now. <laughs> yeah, and then they do whatever is needed for the f- fight at the end of the movie. They they didn't have Adrian this time for like this big Oscar winning moment. So like he got his right, and he yelled at his dad, and it was really bad acting. Uh, and then oh, it was terrible. What? <laughs> Hang on a second. That part though, yeah, he's not great. But the speech Rocky gives. Oh, what I was just gonna say. I I liked what he's like like dad's response. Yeah. I, I'm not joking right now, I cry every time, including last night when I watched it. Oh my god. When he says, that's how winning is done, I get choked up. It's so great. Rocky saved his son's life. He basically just convinces him to just rip off his tie. Like, we didn't get to see the scenes that I'm sure existed of his son being, just liberating himself from, like, the the corporate beast that is, like, I don't know. I've never worked in an office. I don't want to do that, but... His boss seems like a dick, so I guess I guess he's gonna be. I don't know. Maybe he'll work in that dead pet shop. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he'll he'll turn that operation around. Another thing is, uh, speaking of sons, the the kid steps right. Yeah. Oh, okay, steps. I also loved um, how he's sort of in the movie, right? <laughs> kind of. Sure. They get they get a dog together, and then they have that nice little moment. Okay, that's fine and everything. Like ten minutes later, he's on the panel for the press event for <laughs> I, like Rocky, and I and I just I I wish they would just throw it to him real quick. Like, hey, what do you think's gonna be his uh, overall strategy? <laughs> and, he's just, and he's just like, uh, I'm 15, and I don't know. Like, anyways, I, I met him three days ago. Because my mom one time got walked home by him in the 70s. I don't know who this is. Right. Right. So, wait. You did say you have seen the first one, right? I have, yes. Yeah. So, that's, like, I guess, sure, they pulled a character in from the first one. And you, I think you mentioned this before. Like, their, I think their goal intent was just, like, whatever. Like, let's, let's, I, I think, like, they brought up the creep thing intentionally to, like, bring it to, like, all right, cool. Let's have our main character acknowledge that. Uh, and then even Paulie, they had him acknowledge he was like, I was a dick to my sister. Because um, it's been like, what, 16 years, I think? Oh, my since, God. Since they made the last one? That's a different woman. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. I just realized that the person... I thought I thought for years that they got the same actress from the first movie to play Marie. Yeah. That's a different woman. Are you upset? Yeah. I'm I'm offended. It was once again a little kid that wandered on set that like Sylvester Stallone just walked home and <laughs> just gave unsolicited <laughs> advice to. It was just like, don't be an idiot and hang out with boys. And then, uh, and then she grew up and then worked at a bar, I guess. And then he's mm-hmm, yeah, right. it's weird. He likes, I don't know, whatever. He's like saved her. He tried to. Yeah, I don't know. I also I also love how that bar had like three employees 
behind the bar like what are they splitting like ten dollars worth of tips at night in that place the only people in there where there's four people and they don't yeah. they don't seem like heavy tippers no. to me considering that they asked rocky to buy them drinks <laughs> right you think you're better than me huh you're nothing you're nothing I, rock i loved her oh my god i love how much she talks on her way out like she just yeah. keeps going on and on like you're not better than me. No one is. Better? Not you. It ain't me. Because I'm not good. You're better. You're not better than me. She's like switching right. stances. <laughs> and another thing. I think they I also loved her 180 at the end where they do a they do a quick throw to like that group and the guy's like, hey, that loses on TV. And she's like, shut up, I like him now. So does Salone write this too? He must have, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. wrote and direct this one. Okay. I'm sorry, go ahead, Jim. She also like when he win or when he loses, she stands up seemingly to do a standing ovation and then just stands up and is awkwardly standing there. Like after that scene's done, did she just sit back down and then that guy had to be like, What was that all about? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's exactly what happened at the end of that. Uh, so apparently that, uh, just a random fact, that press scene that we were talking about, uh, they actually used, like, a real fight, like, after they were done, and just used that set in Las Vegas, like, that situation, like, a real HBO, like, a fight just finished, like, a pay-per-view show, they used that energy and just, like, sat down and then, like, shot the scene there. Um, you mean I to imagine- tell me that What's those up? people didn't show up to watch a <laughs> fake boxing match I mean, and that I- was it? I'm sure that may have been a thing for some people who knew what was going on. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, I think that's uh, exactly what they do for a lot of things, like yeah, like in movies and TV where they're doing like a late night appearance or something. Yeah. I think that's just in the middle of their taping. I, there was the something about something. they were like struggling to find like getting shots at certain places, so they were just trying to take advantage of what was available. Like, and I'm sure. Mm-hmm. People double down on, on sets all the time. I'm I'm sure people must have been furious. Like, they just watched the latest Mike Tyson fight, and they watched two men murder each other in a ring, and then they had to go, all right, guys, stick around, because we're going to film Rocky Six. So and stay there until he's done fighting for the next nine hours. From what I understand, the audience actually that was there, they actually, according to dicktv.com i don't even know uh there's rumors that the biggest cheer in that audience that night was actually for sylvester stallone but as rocky like the like fans of the movie chanted more than the actual real boxers that evening wow you know i mean i'd have to go back and like watch the whole thing but they could have pieced it together where like they're like all right everybody sit tight and then we do like the entrance of Rocky and then the exit of Rocky. And then like the actual fighting could have been so close that they only needed like 50 people around the ring. Again, yeah. I, I, I don't remember specifically, but they could have done it like that. I noticed in the first movie that they had to do that where it was like you could tell that they just like moved the crowd. Yeah. Or like yeah. moved the ring or something because it was always the same like group of pe- people. Yeah. Yeah. But in this one. I, I did think that the really nice thing was clearly they played the uh, High Hopes song and the audience just did like all sang along and then they were like, oh, this is a nice surprise. Mm-hmm. Why does a boxing audience all know the word, words to High Hope? Weird. Right. A but, song is like a hundred years old. <laughs> they're like, yeah. But so then can they we... just like stitched it together. Go ahead. 
Can we talk about the, uh, I loved when the CGI fight was <laughs> premiering on the television and then people in the bar were like shadow boxing, like they were really into this <laughs> fight. It was a fucking cartoon. Yeah. And they're like, get a rock. Yeah. Like pull them. As, uh, and then the guys, like all the sons, like broy friends were like, hey, that's your father up there. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky Jr. Rocky Jr. Yeah. Um. I think, first of all, weird thing about that, Kai, do you know where that was filmed? Uh, was that a bar that we've been in? Yeah, that's Irish Pub. We've been in there a thousand times. Oh, no shit. Why did it's I right not realize that? That's mm-hmm. so weird. He walks out of there, and then he go- he walks by, uh, by Bards, which is the bar we used to go to. Yeah, uh, R.I.P. Bards. Improv show. Anyway. Um, well, so this whole thing was in Philly. Mm-hmm. I think all of them have been shot in Philly. Yeah, except for, the obviously, the part in... Uh, yeah, uh, Vegas, but yeah. Oh. What do you think, but, Sylvester? Is he in L.A. or is he in Philly? Or what do you think? I think he's in a I hole. Think he's New York. Oh yeah, or L.A. I don't know. Oh, I just but, assume all those. I assumed everybody in the Expendables is in L.A. <laughs> but like, still filming. Like they're just constantly filming the movie because it's all such bad takes that so they're just like, just keep going, guys. <laughs> we'll use. We'll just make. We'll keep making them. <laughs> None of us have been famous since the eighties. We don't have we don't have much else to do except for appear in the in the expendables. They all come in on weekends, so they just keep it going. God, oh, imagine guys. the day that phone call came through. They're like, Hey hey, can I talk to Sylvester? They're like, um, I I guess. Uh Sylvester, you have a, you have a phone call. Hold on, I'm in Spy Kids three. <laughs> Wait, was he? Yeah, yeah, he's the bad guy in Spy Kids 3D. Well, I'll find out. I think I've seen like half a Spy Kids, so we'll we'll see. I was the perfect age range for that. That's why I know. Do you think uh, Sylvester has had work done on his face? Okay. Uh, a note I wrote down was, the fact that Sylvester Stallone got work done means that, also implies that Rocky has gotten work done on his face. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know... He got he's he's taking a lot of punches. <laughs> yeah, he you know? just could have naturally puffy lips. Like, is he doing well though? Can he afford that? Like, he's got he's got this restaurant now that's seeming it's it's a fancy restaurant, so he seems to be doing okay. Maybe I, I, don't I know. found it really confusing trying to like piece together his his financial situation in this mm-hmm. movie. He owns this restaurant; it's doing well. Mm-hmm. They got yeah, they got, got tons of full, customers every night. Absolutely, yeah. But, you know, he's driving this van around. I understand he's doing runs for his restaurant and like everything like that. But then he goes home. He's kind of living in a kind of shitty apartment mm-hmm. or whatever. But, I mean, that's kind of the vibe of the movie. That's like what he's trying to put forth is that he's like a real hometown guy. Hey, yeah. You know? Yeah. Heart of Philly. I don't even know where exactly. Do Are we supposed Kensington. to know? It's Kensington? It's Kensington. Gotcha. Like most of the movie is Kensington. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I I mean, I I live near uh, under the bridge near Front Street, so it's so it's like I, every single time I see a bridge shot like that, I'm like, is that near my neighborhood? Maybe it is. Okay, it's, cool. You can you would be able to walk down to where uh, the Nick's old pet gym store? was, the pet store. It's not far from you. Whoa, 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 whoa! There's really did they really shoot? Is there a dead pet store near me that I don't know about? Mm-hmm. Wait, so are you this... are you sick of your pets being alive? Well, come on down to Adrian's dead pet emporium. <laughs> it's locked. You can't get in. Okay, but the you thing can is, peer is that... inside though. 
I don't know why, but I really want her skeleton running the front desk. <laughs> oh, like a thing where... Uh, <laughs> I like to imagine like a Ferris Bueller thing where like you open up the thing and she like waves at you and then <laughs> right. she goes back to what she's doing. Rocky's like moving her lips like, I love you, Rocky. You're the best fighter. I had more well, of I've like got a... no body to help me here. And you're just, hey. everyone's just like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. He's oh. he's insane. He's been, he's been punched in the head too many times. <laughs> I mean, I had more of like a like the taxi driver from Halloween Town kind of vibe for the bones, but that's fine. That works. <laughs> Good pull. Good pull. Honestly, Ryan, I wouldn't think about Halloween Town if it wasn't on our list of movies. So <laughs> Patreon supporters eventually vote for Halloween Town because that's going to be up for grabs at some point. <laughs> I love the uh, the moment, you know, when they're outside of uh, what's her little Marie's apartment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a question. You know when he screws in the light bulb and it's super bright? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, you think that just happened? It did. Actually, I found that out. That's 100% a genuine reaction. He didn't know it was going to be that bright. Um, so it was him genuinely being shocked. That was the weirdest moment. That was so yeah. such a just, they spent like a minute and a half just being like, oh, it's a bright light, huh? I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and then he <laughs> pretends to be blind at one point. And you're like, it's 2006, Rocky. Can we like, <laughs> can we I get think, with the times a little bit? <laughs> well, they did that intentionally for Polly, right? Like, I think they wrote a character who just still wasn't with the times. Like, he's he's saying all the things you're like, yeah, we know that guy in Philly who says that. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's still racist it's still yeah. racist <laughs> i forget uh, what he said this time around oh it was um oh, a italian place that's run that uh, made by uh mexicans like you're not that special and i'm I, like and even that point rocky goes paulie jesus so i've been a lift driver in philadelphia i can confirm these kind of statements get made uh oh yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah i've been like, in philadelphia my whole life like there's polys everywhere i've heard it a thousand times he is a perfect caricature of <laughs> Every guy I've met in Philly. So Polly's a painter, right? As yeah, I, actually, I don't know what hobby. that was about. We, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't highlighted enough. I wish he had like a like a, a show that he put on that Rocky didn't make it to or something. That nobody, you know what I mean? Like he never. <laughs> it wasn't never a really painting. It. He just painted. But also, I like to think because we now know it's real that he painted the painting from Rocky Three. I was thinking that. So it's in it's hanging up in the back of the restaurant, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I was I was thinking it was like are is that part of the canon of this movie is that did he paint that? And cuz I mean be... it's it's enormous. And it's also in the style that Paulie was painting. So interesting. I, that actually I could think... be a really fun callback. I think that actually could be, yeah. The the if he if Paulie painted that painting that's in the back of this restaurant, like if that's mm-hmm. part of the story I mean, first of all, that's a that's a uh, an enormous artistic uh, accomplishment. Mm-hmm. This thing, it's like it's like fifteen feet wide, right? Right? Am about... I remembering this right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right because it took up the entire back wall. Yeah, it's huge. But when Paul is a not... fucking famous painter, yeah, <laughs> right. I, mean... I might, you know, I don't really know much about painting, but I mean, I'm looking at that. I'm like, these these don't look like these little canvases that he's like carrying around that have meat stains on them and shit. <laughs> it's like um did you ever see the video of Jim Carrey painting? Uh no. yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, one of the parts I remember from that is that he had to like hang over the paintings cuz they're so enormous. Uh that he had that like <laughs> he looks like an upside down um Michelangelo? I don't know. I'm not that good with painters. <laughs> you know, I mean Jim Carrey's great. He's no Polly, 
I've always said that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's alright. It's alright. You know, I've, I've known you, Ryan. I've known you for about a half hour now, and uh, I've heard you say it a million times. Like Jim Carrey, no Pauly. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm a broken record. I apologize. <laughs> God, I would have uh, loved yeah. that. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, nothing. I, I, uh, I loved Polly's character. Um, I love that he's still, he's on like the panel at the press event. Yeah. The press event was one of the funniest parts of the movie to me. They're all just sitting there at a line and it's just the guys who are in the movie are just in the panel. He was told probably to bring, you know, like his team and like, that's the thing is he doesn't have one anymore, you know, like, uh, Mickey's dead. Uh, you know, Creed's dead. All of his loved ones. He's just like. I don't know, Polly. Uh, you, uh, I'll pay you five bucks. We'll buy you dinner. Come on, we'll go on the TV. I got it. You know, here's a question. Um, okay, so the movie. All right, so he goes to this. He goes to the the board of of boxing or whatever in Philadelphia. Whatever that panel, that uh, board of old guys, and then he's like. <laughs> See, that's like the first part of the movie where he sort of asserts that like he wants to box again. Mm-hmm. And what I was confused about is like, why is it solely because of this like CGI thing came up? Because he has like the first half of the movie is about kind of like how pleasant and good his life is. Yeah. He's like he's owning this restaurant. He's like sad about Adrian or whatever. Right. But that's like normal stuff. What was it? Was it the CGI fight? Was it his kid? Because his kid didn't want anything to do with him. So it's like because of his boxing fame. Right. So that's not how you're going to get your kid back. Yeah, there wasn't enough juice behind it. I agree. Like there isn't enough motive, I think. Because uh, Polly points it out. He's like finding that inner demon shit or like the stuff in the basement, as Polly calls it. Right. Like all the all the feelings he has. So I think that might be the motivation. It's like I'm going to. I'm what? gonna beat beat him out of my heart. Um, what are you guys talking about? If you guys saw footage of you fighting Floyd Mayweather in a PS2 video game, you would be mm-hmm. like, "All right, I gotta get back into boxing and fight Floyd Mayweather now." <laughs> I guess. I guess the only in, uh, difference is I'm not 60 years old. <laughs> I right. don't. I. It wasn't. It wasn't motivated by money. So it didn't make sense for it to be motivated by the kid. He just wants to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he just wants to get back in there. But you know. Uh, what I assumed is like, oh, he's got to prove it to himself that he's got to get back in there. But they didn't really push that either. I mean, they did. I called it halfway through. I'm like, he's going to lose, which it's only 30 minutes into the podcast. But who gives a shit? He loses. Uh, he loses. And, yeah. But let's but, let's be clear. <laughs> let's oh, he, be clear on how yeah. good he does. Oh, no, he kicks ass. But that's the point. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a mirror. It's a split decision. It's no, a but, split decision he's in he's but, 60 years old going up against the undefeated current heavyweight champion of the world yeah. that guy he makes had it. to be so embarrassed after that <laughs> like that he just eked out a win against a 60 year old man who yeah. fought the biggest man alive which is uh uh, uh Dolph Lundgren right I think I think it's like intentionally just to kind of round out because I think it was supposed to be the last installment. So it's intentional to be like, just like in the first one, he didn't win, but he went all he went all the rounds like he made it to the end. Uh, so I think it was just like an intention to just call back to that. Um, do you want to hear a little fun fact? Well, I'm ready. They filmed both ways just in case the f- him winning would work out. Mm. And they and watched they, the footage and they went, 
this is ridiculous. There is no way a six-year-old man would beat the undefeated heavyweight champion. Right. Okay, but what they so you're telling me that they didn't film the scenario where this twenty-year-old heavyweight champion beats the six-year-old. They didn't film that. Oh yeah, they didn't film him slaughtering him, which is the reality of the situation. Right. Right. You know, I, I'll say this. I. Uh, you know, I'm watching this boxing scene. I'm making fun of him the whole time. But there was a moment where I looked down at myself and I did look at 60-year-old Sylvester. And it was a little hard to see a 60-year-old man in way better shape than I am. So I will give yeah. it to Sylvester for that, whether or not it was actually him. Yeah. Also, to be fair, he was in way better shape than the reigning heavyweight champion. Because that guy just showed up and he was like, eh, whatever. And they called out in the movie where they're like... Yeah, I guess he just phoned it in for the weigh-in because my girlfriend was like, he's not in good shape at all. Like, usually, usually when you go to the weigh-in, you want to have the least amount of weight on you as possible. That way, when you get to the fight, they usually pack on the pounds within a day Uh because what they're doing is they dehydrate themselves ridiculously. Jesus. So they can get the lowest weight, and then they get a little extra in the day in between where they gain like a ton of water weight and then they show up. And that's why in on way in day, they look like really skinny. And then literally the next day they're like a little doughy. Hmm. Okay. That's a fun fact about real boxing. So you want, so on the day you want to have more weight behind your fist, I guess. Right. Yeah. However, in this, uh, Mason Dixon, first of all, Mason Dixon is a ridiculous name. Uh, it's great. <laughs> we haven't talked about that, but Mason Dixon showed up super doughy at that, and that's not when you're supposed to be there like that. Ah, mm. uh, okay, okay. I wonder, I don't know if that correlates with when they shot it, because apparently that's like the first thing they shot, like the actors, because uh, intentionally, because like Stallone's like, I'm in really great shape. Let's like shoot that now. <laughs> I cannot keep this up. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be shooting this for a while. Let's go. Let's get the good scene, Let's get the good scene out of the way. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, the whole, the whole movie is based on like, I, you know, the first Rocky is is exactly like this, like Sylvester wrote a movie for himself to look like Mm -hmm. the best, like, like, look like such a great guy. And like, uh, there was a point, I forget, I wrote a note that said somebody just turns to somebody else in this movie and goes, he's a nice guy, isn't he? (laughs) I didn't write down who said that to who, but, uh. You know, and and in every case, like during the uh, press conference or whatever, like Mason is getting in his face and he turns, uh, you know, he turns away. You know, he like takes the high road. Yep. That's what the whole movie's about. I, 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 I'm surprised we never saw him like wink and break the fourth wall, you know, when he was just like, you know, hey, I'm a nice, you know, like I'm nice. <laughs> uh, look at me. I made a like he always makes like the tense situation. He's just like. Hey, you know, meatballs inside the sky. You know, what are you going to do? Like, he just, I don't know what it is. He just, he, yeah. Hey, we're going <laughs> to. I kind of hate him. We're going to have this scene, right? I'm going to be in front of the board. I'm going to be asking for my license. And they're going to go, well, Rock, oh of course not. Because you're <laughs> 60 years old. And then I'm going to go, hey, but what about the Bill of Rights? And they're going to be like, what about the Bill of Rights? And he's going to go, hey, uh, you know. Don't I got some rights on that there bill? You know, hey. <laughs> and then they're going to go like, all right, I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess you can my, have it. My favorite part about that was he was like, 
you're not looking out for you're not looking out for me, the little guy. You're looking out for yourselves. It's like, no, they are looking out for you. <laughs> An elderly person who wants to get beat up by a 25-year-old. Right, right, right. I mean, hey, agency over his own life. Honestly, if that's what he wants to fucking do, do it. You know, who am I to hold you back? I'd vote yes. I think I would have been, I would probably would have said yes the first time around. What about the Bill of Rights? My wife, she died of woman cancer. Mm. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so woman cancer. Yeah. Yeah. I had a discussion with my girlfriend. Okay. Did we think that that was breast cancer or ovarian cancer? Oh, you know, good point. I assumed breast cancer, even though, of course, men can get that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good point. Could be ovarian. Yeah. Didn't mm, think of that. I, I also assumed breast cancer, but she was like, but what about ovarian cancer? And I was like, yeah. Do you think he's being like just silly or polite or does he genuinely walk away from when his wife died and the doctor broke it down? He's like, okay, woman cancer. Got it. All right. All right. I'm going to go. <laughs> he's got like notes. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry, Rock. Uh, it's ovarian cancer. Like, doc, don't talk to me like one of your, one of your doctor friends. Oh, I'm Rock. I'm a boxer. Okay, well, you know the, the ovaries, Rock, right? Hey, give it to me straight, doc. Huh? I, I didn't go to Harvard like you did. Okay, Rock, you know how uh, you have testicles? Stop talking to me like this, doc. It's woman cancer, Rock. Thank you. Thank you. It's fine. Uh, say that in the first place oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> speak my language doc <laughs> well you know i feel uh, i f- uh that's a good point it could have been ovarian cancer it probably is ovarian cancer because he probably knows <laughs> breast cancer he's probably heard of that yeah uh it, there was a good possibility that if his breast cancer would be like uh, she died of titty cancer <laughs> right yeah he operates a fine dining restaurant. How am I supposed to believe that he's a complete imbecile still? I think I bet he has a general manager. I okay. bet I bet his main job is, uh, you know, relationships and going table yeah. to table and bullshit. Right. Yeah, I think that pregnant lady uh, ran the restaurant. Right. Okay. Well, no, yeah. I mean, I thought she was uh, just a host. Yeah, she was. And okay. I think that she ran the restaurant. Well, that could be both. Yeah. Well, the yeah. other guy ran the kitchen for sure. Spider Rico? <laughs> that other guy, I don't know. Yeah, he popped in every once in a while. That's the first guy that Rocky fights in the movies. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, no, wait, the guy yeah. that's washing the dishes and shit? Mm-hmm, the guy that keeps, like, showing up, and they're just like, hey, Spider Rico's here. And he's like, hey, Spider. And then I he goes and does dishes. I guess I never really understood the dynamic there. Like, was he just, he came there for food all the time, and Rock was like, I got his back, he's not doing too well? Is that, like, it? I would assume that they're just friends. Okay. Because, I mean, they could, I remember, uh, you know, at first there was, like, a complaint about him being there. And Rocky's like, no, it's fine, you know? It's cool. In this movie? Yeah. 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 Huh. I thought it was, like, a thing. They're like, no, it's fine. Like, he comes there, like, I guess all the time. You might not have noticed him because he's the least recognizable person. But he's also, <laughs> he's also on that panel when they do the press conference. Shut the fuck up. Really? <laughs> oh, Did I miss wow. him? How? I forget yeah. about that. He's in the well, background. He's he's also helps Rocky train. Jesus. Well, you're thinking about Polly, Kai, because he, uh, they had that whole scene with Polly where the, she was like, why is he here? And he's like, oh, he's a part of the family. Hey. You know, I, I just seem to remember, yeah, the guy in the kitchen was another just passing character in this movie. I'm like, all right, I guess he's not a big part of this. I don't know. Nope. 
Nope. They, he's from the first movie. All right. He's the very first man that you see. So is that part of uh, the contract in boxing is if you lose, you have to work at the guy's side business? You got <laughs> to do the dishes. That's what it is. You got to buy a bunch of meals from him and then do the dishes when you feel bad for buying a bunch of meals. That is tough. Let me tell you the first note I wrote down about this movie. Uh, probably in the first like couple of shots in this movie, um, Rocky is putting jelly beans out the window to feed the cats. Do you remember this? <laughs> yeah, because I, I, very yeah. Rem- I very specifically remember it too because my girlfriend went, did you just f- throw a bunch of jelly beans out the window? And I was like, no, that surely had to be something else. <laughs> those are, they're not jelly. They're like, uh, what are those gummies? Like, um, like chuckles. They're like small chuckles. Remember chuckles? No, no. I don't remember. I'm about to Google it. Yeah. They're like, um, you know, they're like that gummy, like those orange sliced gummies that were covered in the sort of that granulated sugar. You're not oh. talking about. I know, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's like those shits, like jujubes, kind of. That that was I was gonna say these would be like jujubes to me, or uh, yeah, 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 huh. whatever. So, so he's killing cats too. I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think a cat can digest something like that. I'm surprised he didn't throw him, like throw that to the turtles too. I mean, he can feed turtles. He doesn't understand cats, but he's got turtles. He gets it. Hey, Cuff and Link are still alive to this day. He recently I, tweeted about them. I was going to say, is that is that what they were the same? They were the same turtles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, turtles live hundreds. Uh, my, my girlfriend said, yeah, turtles live hundreds of years. So, like, of course. And I was like, they live a hundred years. Mm. Yeah, like definitely little- 100 years. But also the, I don't know, maybe, like, fill that tank a little more. I don't know. The These... That that looked like a horrible place for these turtles. Yeah. It was like unfiltered, like shitty water. See, I don't know. I want to tell you you're wrong. Okay. But I don't know enough about turtles to dispute <laughs> this. <laughs> but I assume that like they're supposed to live on like half water or half land. Well, I think that the thinking behind that is that there is a surface above the water. And that's why they want mm. kind of shallower water because they also want to go up on dry land a little bit, right? Yeah, that's amphibians. They live in both water and land. All right. Well, this wasn't in the tank. No, he had some marbles okay. on the bottom of this tank, and then he had a half-filled water that, you know. Well, I know you kind of you kind of dunked on him in the beginning of the episode, but we can call Donnie. I mean, he did have <laughs> a turtle in his house at one point. <laughs> yeah, you got you went after Donnie right at the very beginning. <laughs> I, I told Kai before the episode, I was like, what if I add this to uh, Ryan's uh, intro? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really funny. Do that. Do that. You should definitely do that. <laughs> uh, I I thought for a second, like, was Donnie on the last episode or something? Was he, has he done this? No, I just had to. I just had to throw some shit. Well, I was by the way, audience, it. we're talking about a, a mutual friend of Kai and Ryan. <laughs> right. So, audience, Ryan and I go back to high school, and I did describe you as probably. I said you were like the funniest friend, and then I, I actually, uh, with such my ego, I said I was probably the second funniest friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, I tried to work the that Kai was the second funniest friend, but I was like, this isn't working. I'll just say that he's the funniest here, friend. Here's the thing. If you're making the list, you can put yourself anywhere you want on it. That's the sure, thing yeah. about making lists. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah you, know, you can your... make yourself the nicest guy in the world and have people say, hey, that guy's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I did also bring up something that I want to thank you for on the air, um, and this is going to be so applicable to 2021. Am I incorrect in the fact that in Mr. Garby's eighth grade science class, you oh used to put a Game Boy Color uh, and use the backing of a T9 calculator to pretend that you were doing math when you were actually just playing your game? Uh, close. Yeah, mostly okay. correct. Uh, okay. First of all, that was in high school. That was in that was in like sophomore year of high school, not eighth grade. I spent I got a I picked up a Game Boy in like I think junior year or sophomore year. And then we had those desks school wide where they had the little uh shelf below mm. the the desk. And mm. I swear I spent the entire year playing Game Boy. And <laughs> dude, Mr. Garby, I was just thinking about him not too long ago. I uh so you were in that math class. I remember Liz was in that math class. Liz Knox. She's she's not Knox anymore, though, right? Uh, we actually, we're using different names. So just go with, like, uh, I don't know. Oh. Let's go with Ron Paul. I'm not there maligning her. Anyway, so it's, it's fine. <laughs> the worst possible name you could have picked. It's, I'm not saying anything bad about her. Uh, <laughs> Liz, uh, yeah, dude. And then uh, I also jumped out of that window one day because people were daring me for like a week because that window <laughs> overlooked like one of the roofs of the building. And I jumped out. I Oh, my God. I fucking love Mr. Garvey. I jumped out. <laughs> He left for like a few minutes. I jumped out and it was right onto a landing of this thing. And then I ran around a little bit. Everybody cheered. And then I jumped back <laughs> into the window. And as I'm jumping back in, he walks in and just straight up just sees me jump through the window back into the class. And I swear he just looks at me. And he's just like, Ryan. All right, let's get back to it. <laughs> back to the math. Let's go. I needed I needed one teacher recommendation letter to get into college and i went to mr garby and he wrote me my recommendation <laughs> i was like i was like there's no way this guy isn't giving me an excellent recommendation even though i barely passed that class <clears throat> hey what do you want for a level two math teacher out of uh, let's see i don't know if jim did you have levels no i kind of i mean i was uh, god this is going to sound like a brag. I was a really smart kid, so but I was exceptionally good at math. So mm -hmm. I had geometry, algebra 2, pre-calc, and then calculus my senior year. Mm. Yeah, I did yeah. none of that. I think I made it to like uh, math 1 and math 2. I don't remember what high school math we, was. It was just called math. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I had the me, – me and Kai were on the exact same track the entire – I did, we had tons of classes together. I think. Yeah. The, uh, I didn't. I did not do. I think I did one level three science class, and I was like, "This is a bad idea." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I was level twos all the way because level ones were like a problem. Like you yeah. shouldn't be in level one for, unless there's a medical reason for you to be in level one. Yeah. So we at my school the, the, <laughs> the dumb math class was. I'm not joking at all. It was called Math is Fun. Oh, no. <laughs> little did you know that it's not <laughs> and they had a textbook that said math is fun and these are there's ninth ninth graders That's so you turn the page and it goes jk no it's not anyway here's <laughs> guess what there's letters in your math now yeah i don't think i've actually gotten any better uh i think i stopped my mathematics like abilities i would say probably 10th grade i don't think i really got any better after that
No. I didn't do I didn't do the pre-cal. I didn't do any of the I think geometry. I think it was the last one. Algebra two. That's what it was. And that was done. No more. Yeah. yeah. Mm-mm. I like that they didn't make it a requirement, I don't think, as a senior. At a senior, they were kind of just like, I don't know, just get out of here. <laughs> just go. I yeah, uh, I had the same experience. Yeah. I had all like band and choir all through senior year. I didn't even like wear a bask uh I didn't wear a backpack to school like senior mm. year. Yeah. Kai awesome. said before uh, before you came on, Ryan's like he was like a band kid, but he was like a cool band kid. So he was friends with all the cool band kids. I was like, hey. we didn't have a band at my school, so I don't know. <laughs> hey, I'll take I, it, and I appreciate that. Uh, band was huge in our uh, school, big football school. Yeah. Uh, we were a big football school, but um, that's it. Like we were only sports oriented, so nobody played a, uh, an instrument. <laughs> there i'm not joking probably yeah. like 10 kids knew how to play an instrument in the entire school oh wow yeah, yeah the the band was a was a big deal um in that it was large uh and we had we had a big school we had like 2500 kids in the school oh my god we had yeah. we had 150 of my graduating class and we were like the big class i think we had like 300 plus right we we i remember freshman year we went in with like 600 and then Jesus. we graduated with like 300. Yeah. That's something. about right. That's Yeah. And you know, I I um you know, me and Kai, we became friends like I remember we had gym class freshman year and that's when we met. I remember that. But we really became friends like sophomore year, but during that whole time uh Kai was friends with like all of the art kids that I wasn't really friends with because like I never took any art classes. I wasn't into art like whatsoever. But I looked at all you guys as like, oh, those guys are cool. I want to hang out with those guys. Hmm. And then it was and then once I kind of infiltrated that crowd and then like all of us became friends. Yeah, no, I, I think there was like a merger there. because uh, I was like the treasurer of like the what is it called? The National Art Alliance of Warriors. Na- I don't na- know what the fuck National it is. Art Honor Society. I I ran for tr- I ran for treasurer. For those of you who for don't know, my actual last name is Banker. I don't even know if I said that on the podcast, but I literally went for the fact that my I was like my last name's Banker, y'all. I should be the treasurer, and then boom, we're idiot teenagers. So sure, that's enough reasons why you should be in charge of money, fifteen year old. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, they call you troll money because you love money. <laughs> I. You want to edit that out? <laughs> no, it's fine. I'll stand behind it. Everybody, at a point in my life, I have many shades of Kai in my history, and at one point, proudly, I have taken the name Troll Money. I have even had an event at my, uh, I, 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 know the, I know my parents listen to all the episodes, I threw a house party at my parents' place, and I think we ended up calling it, like, Trolltacular? Um, sure. Troll, wow. troll Fest? Troll, I don't know. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Yeah, why not be Troll Money for a little while? You were it's, troll money. It was, it was, I mean, I think you were like, I want to be called troll money from now on. No, 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 no. That would be uh, – so that goes back to college. Someone uh, started calling me that, and it kind of just picked up. And then uh, our mutual friend Russell came to visit me in college uh, and then just brought it back and brought it into, like, the restaurant uh, where actually uh, – that Ryan also worked at. Uh, Cactus Jacks, go to there if you're ever in New Hampshire and get the fucking fish tacos. Um but yeah, it got pulled into my work life. And when you work in a restaurant, all your friends are restaurant people. So 
they're like troll money and like everybody i got like troll denaro troll uh trollio like everybody in that kitchen just you're you're right you're right i got it twisted yeah because i was i was hanging out uh in new hampshire for a while like right after we both went to college yeah 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 troll money i couldn't i mean i was able to get away from it but damn that was like i i think troll money still lives inside of me and i'm working on it but there's a little bit of trollio ghost inside of me. I, I, you know what? I'm sorry to even bring it up. No, I'm okay. <laughs> oh, it's not the first time Kai's brought it up. I, I've heard troll money before. I'm better for it. You brought um, it up at an improv show one time. Yeah. Oh, no. What's really great is that I have troll money as like an improv character. You know what I mean? Like, a cool thing about being a mess many times in your life and having so many identity crises is that, like, I have, like, just myself as character reference so many times. <laughs> That's like, good, who's, the cra- right? who's the craziest person I can think of? Oh, yeah. One of the past me's. <laughs> Let's use that. Hey, you know, you write what you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the first sketch I ever tried to write was literally me being a Lyft driver because I'm that creative. And at <laughs> oh, the time, yeah. I was a Lyft driver. Oh, it's so bad. I read it. I'll tell you something. It was not good. It wasn't, it wasn't. very. It was just. It was very clearly you just like, I had a bad day. I'm going to write it out. And then people will laugh. And then I read it. I was like, this is just you complaining about a bad day you had. Well, it's hard I, to sometimes choose what uh, what medium that something is supposed to exist. In. You know, maybe it should have been a, a one panel comic or something where you're like looking back and you're like, no, I don't have hand sanitizer. I don't know. Something like that. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like a Marmaduke cartoon or something. It yeah. could have worked more, I think, as maybe like a quick YouTube thing. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah. didn't it needed to be quick and fast. Like, honestly, it could have been a fine done one of my favorite things was you showed tanya tanya friend of the show you showed her the script and she went so what's the joke yeah yeah that's what you don't want to hear you don't want to hear that yeah she was like what's funny here and you were like it's a lift driver and she was like "Uh uh-huh i'm okay with knowing that sketch isn't for me i don't think i ever really need to take a sketch 101 i mean i might do it for fun but never with the intent of actually being like i want to go be a sketch writer uh i don't know Improv works for me. I love hosting. Uh, Jim, I don't know if you know this, but I enjoy doing this with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's more of you my... You like other hosting. I like... Excuse me. I like being the other host. Uh, it is quite enjoyable. But yeah, no. I don't know. Sketch? Not my thing. Stand up? Tried that once or twice? Meh. That's the one you kind of got to work at, though. Yeah, that's fair. I guess that's I should hard. probably give it more than just one time and then also late night at like 12 o'clock on St. Patrick's Day in an Irish bar <laughs> with a whole drunk... Bro, like bro setup it takes a yeah that takes a lot of work a lot of work a lot of a lot of uh it's a lonely life uh that was a that was the reason like personally i went for improv over uh stand-up because everyone all my life was like oh you should be a stand-up and i was like okay yeah that seems like fun and then i saw people doing it, and i was like that's so lonely it's just like mm-hmm. a bunch of people just standing around i'd rather be on the team doing just all giggling to each other I remember I was in uh, I was in college and I was in Boston and I used to do this open mic downtown at this place called the Green Dragon and they had a host who was like in he was a, a a road comic and he was in for the night and then I went up on stage and I uh bombed like I would like all the time and he was the host of this show who was paid to be there and he was on the road and he starts heckling me. The host <laughs> of the show starts heckling me, right? And he's like kind of drunk 
and he looks like just like really haggard and he heckles me and I make it through the five minutes or whatever and I get off stage and I'm so bummed. I'm so like deeply mm. bummed that I walked like the four miles home to like Jamaica Plain and the whole time I'm like, oh my God, I'm trash at this. Like this sucks. And, and then I realized I was like, I was like, you know, as much as I bombed, like that dude's, that dude's sad, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That dude is sad. He was like, he, he's like on the road. He's alone. He's like drunk all the time. Not like this, you know, not like I'm saying there's something wrong with that, but, uh, but he sees somebody who he can like get laughs off of, who is like on stage, somebody who's like vulnerable and he takes, mm-hmm. he takes that opportunity. Like that's sad, dude. Yeah. Well, he's he's familiar with what he's fucking with, so yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and I think there's also like the thing where you see stand-ups after, after shows where they're all sitting around, and it's weirdly cutthroat, where they're all just like making fun of each other, and you're like, Jesus, dude, like, holy shit, <laughs> why would I want to be friends with you? Uh, yeah. That that's really fun when you're all already friends. And you're all like roasting each other, yeah. But it's when mm-hmm. somebody when it's somebody you don't know, then it can be kind of shitty, yeah. And like stand up is just a bunch of people who don't really know each other, but they're just like, uh, I don't know, your face is stupid. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I'm not good I, at coming up with insults. Apparently, we we used to play so. I'm sure I don't know how common this is of an improv game for like just buying time, but you ever heard of Sex with Me? Oh yeah, definitely. I love that game. Great. So we play that to buy time at like like competitions and shit like that. And but sometimes we'd just be like, "Hey, we just took you know two hundred one, three hundred one. Look at us. You know, I'm Stallone. I'm gonna go do improv." <laughs> <laughs> and we'd be out. But I made the mistake of being suggesting, "Hey, let's do sex with me, but with one of our friends." Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Yeah, it's supposed That's... to be like <laughs> sex with me is like a carton of eggs or something yeah. like yeah. Yeah, I I always crack. Yeah. Sex with nice. me is like a carton of eggs. Nice. Uh, I need to get more. That's the best I could do. Yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's a lonely okay. pandemic. It's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> uh, sex with me is like a carton of eggs. Um, I'm fragile. Mm. <laughs> That's what you want with sex with me is you want them to go, Aw. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that would work sometimes. I mean, it was, sex with me was never about winning. It was always just a stupid thing. Uh, I would never go to a sex with me competition. <laughs> God, I would love to see that though. I technically have been in one because in Philadelphia, when uh, at uh, the Philly Improv Theater, when they have verses, at the end when they tally up the votes, the both teams are doing sex with me against each other, and then whoever wins gets an extra vote. Oh, huh. I didn't know there was a bonus for that. Yeah, so I've done that. Should I would have tried harder. <laughs> Because uh, I, I remember doing that, but not really giving that much of a shit. <laughs> well, speaking of comedy, I, I don't have much to plug, um, you know, but I realize this will come out in like mid-May. But um, <clears throat> uh, my sketch group, if you are listening, uh, my sketch group Fever uh, is has a, a Twitch show that we do every other Saturday. So you can oh. check that out. We've done fundraisers. We've raised money for uh, the ACLU. Uh, we've raised money for the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center. That was over the summer. And uh, we're trying to raise money to get the theater, the pack theater, back on its feet because uh, shit's kind of fucked up in L.A. as it is everywhere. My bad. Yeah. 
How about you guys? Just, is, uh, are you, is your theater up and running or? We don't know. Like it's, 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 it's kind of been a little bit of blackout because they just haven't really talked to anyone. Uh, someone, a bunch of people recently got a, an email saying like, Hey, we're still like here, but like, yeah, we're not sure. So, and also a lot of like, uh, like the one who are actually doing well in like teaching 401s, they moved to Chicago. Within a year of us, uh, within a year of us going, I, w- I want to say like 50% of the main players all moved to Chicago, New York, LA, uh, yeah. Seattle. Uh, I was going to say Portland, someone went. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I don't know if there's much to rebuild. Uh, like a, that theater just kind of, I don't think it's, I don't think Philly Improv Theater is going to make it, um, unfortunately. So it's going to be, it's going to be small offense. Um, I'm very, so we have our improv coach, Joe, Joe Gates, who actually, we found out today is one of our top listened to episodes, Joe, just so you know, if you listen to this one, uh, we found him for Indiana Jones. He's a lovely person. Uh, and like, I, I can see him being one of the frontline people of like, let's get this, let's get this back together. And it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be small and it's going to be like, he, he actually hosts a great show, Joe Gates. So I think it's going to be more of us all going. Not necessarily to the one theater, but it's going to be, hey, I support your event, you support mine. Like, it's going to have to be the community actually going to each other's shows and, like, promoting right. them. Do you so, guys have, like, do you guys have, like, indoor dining yet or anything like that? Not mm. yet. No. Not really. No. We just we just got it, like, a couple weekends ago. Oh, wow. But it's at a certain capacity. Yeah, yeah I'm not exactly sure how Philly's going to do it. Actually, I think it is at a certain capacity because there's a restaurant in my alleyway and I hear I can hear them sometimes in there. But it's like but other times they're just sitting outside in the alleyways, which is how they've been surviving. So I'm not sure if they're back yet or in bubbles. I didn't do one of those bubbles, but I've been seeing those. Yeah. The the outdoor indoor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like tented. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We got some of that, too. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have the germs, keep them inside, you know, keep them all contained in one tiny space. You want them. You want them trapped in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Keep the bacteria close to everyone. You know, you don't want it to get out of there. Why would you want to ventilate it? <laughs> keep it here. Uh, put a little extra just on top of my uh, my appetizer. That would be really great. That's like good yeah. bacteria you hear about. <laughs> you don't want to get rid of all the bacteria. You want the good one. The good kind. I, I do miss going to restaurants. I've. I've only gotten out to like I, like I obviously I go with my roommates because we live together and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but we haven't really like gone out, gone out. There's been like, let's get some food and kind of eat with our takeout kind of nearby and then just go. Like Philadelphia's been really loose about alcohol, so like there's been like bars that you can just grab a drink and a fucking straw cup and walk around and drink. Yeah, um, we've had we've had some of that as well. I just I just started. Uh going to a bar too i got i got vaxxed so i'm over two weeks vaxxed so oh nice feel pretty safe about it you got both of them or what if you just got the one i got the j and j baby mm, right here with you please. well i think it's gonna be a good summer i hope so yeah, yeah i think it is too yeah it's gonna be a lot of fucking oh this is gonna be so much i was just reading about that actually about how a lot of people were <laughs> were like oh i'm gonna fuck so many people <laughs> It's gonna be like Sodom and Sodom and Gomorrah. Is that it? What is yeah, it? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you nailed yeah, yeah. it. Nice. I went to Catholic school. I remember Sodom Gomorrah and Lot and his wife, and who turned into a, a pillar of chalk. Oh well, I'm Salt. sure she did something to deserve it. Oh yeah, uh, she did. She turned around uh, after God said, "Don't turn around." 
We told her. We told her not to do that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she turned around and was like, oh, my God, all those people are dying in Sodom and Gomorrah. It's pillar of salt. That's how that works? It, it does when God tells you don't turn around. I'm so glad that when I decided to do the religion thing, it was really just so I could... Oh, my God. Well, whatever. Let's go with uh, Susan B. Anthony that I used to date back in school. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> Is that a okay. bad choice? Let's go with... Uh, let's just throw a couple out there. You know, I think we've done A-Rod. Let's go with A-Rod. So I was dating... <laughs> I'll go with A-Rod again. <laughs> what? All right, fine. Who do you want? Ryan, who, who did I used to date? Well, I you know say, her you're real gonna say name. The real name. <laughs> I remember her very well. Uh, uh, let's go. Here's uh, the thing: I don't think she listens to the podcast, and yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. not any comment on this podcast. No, no, no. Honestly, I think we're getting there. We're getting we're getting a few. Uh, yeah, and she's probably I think not she is one of the 20 people who listen to us every show. <laughs> Absolutely. Apparently, she lives in the same city that I live in, but uh, I don't. Oh, no uh, way. Oh no! You're thinking about not Susan B. Anthony, you're uh, or A. Rod. You're thinking about um, uh, oh uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, that's who you're thinking about. Well, now uh, I'm confused. I don't no, know. yeah. So we're just gonna say the real name's Jamie Lee Curtis. It's actually, what? I think she's a photography okay. person, but that's not what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> that's who I'm talking about. No, no, no. The religious uh, partner I had back in high school was actually this uh, girlfriend I had named Michael C. Hall. But we're oh, going to we'll yes. edit that out. Yeah, so the, the girlfriend that I had back in high school was actually <clears throat> um, Michael C. Hall. Yeah. Wait, I was going to say, when you go to edit this, can yeah. you go back and dub over, like the editor Kai dubs over Michael C. Hall over that name? <laughs> oh, yeah, I can do that. There's no problem. I think Michael yeah. C. Hall is a good one. We'll use that. Uh but yeah, no, when I dated Michael C. Hall, it was, Michael C. Hall's mom was like, you cannot date my child unless you take on uh, Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So I'd say yeah, that was at 15. So I'm currently 18 years old uh, in terms of doubling down on the born business. And yeah, I think I did it. I literally did it just because I so I can continue dating Michael C. Hall. Interesting. Yeah. Can I tell you something? Yeah. One of my favorite things about when you try to come up with names for people yeah. Is it, this these are the first people you think of when you think of a celebrity. You're like, A-Rod, number one celebrity of my mind. First person <laughs> I think of, <laughs> Aaron Rodriguez. Honestly, I think that might be a, your fault because I'm familiar with doing podcasts with you. I say and if you I think you've used A-Rod during uh one of our unreleased uh, episodes on All Dogs Go to Heaven. Um because you've used A-Rod as a substitute before, and I think it might have been during that series. By the way, if you uh, give us $1,000 on our Patreon, we'll let you listen to the tragic train wreck that was All Dogs Go to Heaven uh, and those three fucking test runs. Uh, yeah. Hey, Oof. that's a deal. Jim talks about one of the fucking dog. It's pretty good. I also talked about a murder-suicide. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> You're going to want to go to the Patreon and scoop that up, folks. It's only $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it gets fucking out there. Um, I lost my train of thought because I was talking about Michael C. Hall. I do want to make sure before you go. Um, are there any leftover notes around the room, Jim? Do you do you have anything that was not uh not said? And same thing to you, Ryan. Please, please don't hold back. I want to make sure that all your feelings about Rocky Balboa actually make it onto the podcast that's supposed to be about the Rocky movies. <laughs> well, you know, I said a lot of stuff about Sylvester. Um, I did make fun of this movie quite a bit. 
but I will say the the depiction of like an old dude trying to you know I'll say it's not as bad as the Irishman. I think the hardest I've laughed this past year was watching uh De Niro be depicted as a 20-year-old and watch him like pick stuff up off of a truck or something and they tried to pass him. Do you remember this? I didn't see this. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember. It's so funny. It is I oh my god, that was so funny and I was just like I was just like I can't believe they printed that part of the movie but I will say that this uh, this movie was not as bad as that. And, uh, and you know, if I could give Rocky Six a score, um, I'm going to give it a uh, C-. minus. Oh, okay. I One of my favorite parts from The Irishman is when he th- he throws a gun into a river. It's actually uh, the Schuylkill, I think. Uh, he throws a gun into a river, and he's supposed to be 25, and he goes, Ugh! and, like, <laughs> underhand throws it, and it's, like, the most... <laughs> effort i've ever seen a man use to it's, throw something oh my god i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe that they actually wanted me to like think that was like a 20 year old guy it's absurd it, it's and it's consistent too he also beats a man up and it's like he's using very tiny kicks it's very weird right very weird yeah the irishman's fine but like that that part is very ridiculous Absolutely. Are there three? Of, are there three of them or no? I mean, it's like five hours long, so we could split it up and pretend like it's three. That works. Oh, is it really? Jesus Christ, we're making movies way too long. They're almost as long as our fucking podcast. I said five hours. I don't know if it's. I'll look it up. Uh, one of my favorite lines in this movie was when they were like, "Why is this match called an exhibition?" So they wouldn't have to call it an execution. Oh yeah, I love okay. that shit. Yeah. That was Paul good. I was that? like that. Uh, no, it was the, the sideline, uh, the announcers. Um, I was also appreciative of, like, how they shot the, the the fight to, you know, to really pick up that pay-per-view vibe. And also, I got yeah. amped with the, let's get ready to rumble. Like, oh, that's that the guy like... who invented that phrase. That's, um, oh, really? Mike Buffer? Yeah, he's, like, the guy who says that. Yeah, for sure. My yeah. favorite, one of my favorite lines in the movie was when... Uh, Rocky is turning from the he's he's leaving his bench and he's going to fight the final round and he's going and he's approaching uh Mason Dixon and then uh Paulie just real quick was that his name Mason Dixon? Yeah, yeah you got yeah, it. Yeah, you then, got it. It's just then, funny. It's ridiculous. And then uh Paulie just all of a sudden is like, "Hey Rock, 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 one last thing. This is the last round of your life." What? What? They they really <laughs> wanted that line in there. What? I, it, you know what was also kind of weird about that? Um, when you watch, if if you watch boxing, it's exactly like that on pay per view, except for the weird sound effects where it's like it's still them getting hit and it's like, <laughs> ow, ooh. Like, right. that's the one weird thing about it, where it's like, usually it's a little bit silent when you watch it. It's like super punch-out uh, sound effects. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're going to take on the world. No, Polly. Polly had another good line that I really liked, was when he was just like, ice is stupid. People standing on ice are even more stupid. Like, he had a couple good oh, ones. Oh, yes. I wrote that some... down, too. Paulie's known for the zingers. He's always just kind of said that thing that's just a little too far. Like, that's his role, right? Oh, you mean like that time they played 
uh, funk music and he was like turn off that jungle music and everyone in the room was like jesus christ, christ dude <laughs> i meant i meant more like when he i think it was in like rocky oh geez i'm mixing it all together when they were rich and they were talking about the three little pigs and it was just like yeah he got fucking you know he went to i don't know like what was it he got a, a night in the hot box or some shit i don't know what's the th- what do they call jail <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know I, what you're talking about you know i wrote what I'm it down about? so you what you you have you have your old notes from Rocky four? I keep all Bo- my notes. Th- Rocky three? Let me pull up my notes from Rocky three. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we made Ryan watch every single one of the other Rockies before coming on for Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Just so I have context. We've we've actually had someone on. Uh, so Jack uh, McDermott. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be saying it at the end of episodes, anyways. But we have Jack McDermott who's come on for one of the Tremors movies. I think he's on Tremors three. And he wa- he bought a package of all the Tremors movies. That's how fucking committed he was to come onto this series. You gotta appreciate that. You gotta hand it, it to him. It's nonsense. You can't put yourself through that many movies when literally Tremors is the o- like one is the only good one. And even that's a little bit questionable. Well, even that. Yeah, I have seen more Tremors than I have seen Rockies for sure. And you've done right by yourself. That's a good call. <laughs> so you've seen three Tremors movies. <laughs> I think that yes, I think the. I think like the third Tremors, right? Where when they get tiny, when they get smaller, but there's more of them. What do you mean when they shrink them down with a shrink ray? No. no. <laughs> what, what, are we, oh, what is this joke city? I, no. I thought you were talking about the characters and not the actual. Uh, <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> not anyway, the this isn't the Tremors episode. Yeah. No, 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 we're no, thinking we're... about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh yeah, Jim, yeah. Jim, did you find it? Because he was talking about nah. what about the wolf got. I don't know. A night in the cooler or some shit like that. That was but it. He, you got he it. He always, yeah, he always had that just like unnecessary, yeah, I don't know. I guess I kind of had that uncle who just had the random no punches, one off, you know, comments. Never had kids and you're like, okay, man, you know, I'm like 11, right? <laughs> I mean, I have a nephew and I think at this point I do the off comments, but if anything, actually, my nephew's his own weird uncle. He says weird shit all the time like yeah kids are fucking stupid like oh i gotta i gotta share the best one and i don't i'm not sure if my sister would be mad that her son said this and i'm sharing it but we had like a thanksgiving meal where uh like he was chewing his his food and my sister goes jacob how's your meal and he chews it for like 15 seconds of like suspense and like the whole family's just waiting for his response and then he looks over to my mom and just goes i hope you die mammy what yeah, That's crazy kid. And I, I don't know if he just like saw a movie about death or whatever. You learn stuff at school, but I fucking lost it, and I just fucking <laughs> laughed super hard because that's what I do. That's my role in the family is just to be the inappropriate laugher. Uh, he probably, looked, yeah, maybe he had it in his head that like some people die of like bad deaths and some people die of like okay deaths or like something like that. Maybe that was it. I mean, I like this kid. He says a lot of funny things. I'm with it. But, I mean, hell, even the, I will say the one time when I was like, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it cut out a little bit. And I thought he said Hitman. I was kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, there was a moment. And I was like, that's cool. Is that allowed to be on the podcast? I'll probably edit that out as well. What did he really say? Uh, well, he wants to be a spaceman. Um, is he wants to be an astronaut. So, I know he's pretty big on that. Um, yeah, uh, he, Astronauts he, life are living hell. He also wants to, uh, and I'm encouraging this, he wants to, like, work for Lego. And I'm like, yeah, people do that. Like, sure, grow up wanting to work for Lego. Be really good at constructing really cool Lego sets because someone does that shit. 
my parents wanted me to work for Lego when I was a little kid, and I was like, I don't think I'm creative creative enough to do this. Yeah. I can only build IKEA furniture. It's very introspective for a small child to be like, I don't <laughs> think I'm creative creative enough for this, mom. I don't have the juice, and he just throws a scarf over, and he's just like, <laughs> Mother, I'm more analytical. I don't have that creative. <laughs> yeah, I was Hannibal Lecter as a child. <laughs> I can work in accounting at Lego, perhaps. What about a programmer, mother? <laughs> mother, I need sustenance. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to say my own name a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like go third like... third person? Yeah, I would be like, Jimmy's going to get some milk. Or like, Jimmy's going to go outside and play with his stuff. And like... I want to say like six months after that happened, that episode of Seinfeld called the Jimmy where the guy's like, Jimmy's going to uh, go to the store came out and they were like, what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with our child? <laughs> it's literally an episode of Seinfeld. That's a good one. Um, I guess my leftover note was they kept up the, uh, they kept up their perfect, uh, record of having really shitty nicknames it started in rocky one or rocky two with the uh the stallion chicken mm-hmm. instead of the italian chicken which would make so much more sense yeah uh and then in rocky five where tommy gun he's the mach- he's tommy the machine gun his name's already a pun why did you put the machine in the middle of it right uh in this one mason dixon his his nickname is the line the Which line. is hard, but like obviously there's the Mason Dixon line. Oh, very strange that they're like, what should the bad guy be in this movie? Oh, the Mason Dixon line. You know the thing that separated the United States during the Civil War. That's the bad guy. They Let's workshop come. that. No, yeah. no, that is the result of Sylvester writing this movie and not having a punch-up session. He did not have a <laughs> First draft was the draft, and that's what they shot. Yeah, it was like Star Wars Episode One. I also love how uh, the line in the beginning, he got in his car and immediately had his fight queued up on this little TV in his car console. Yeah. I know we're past talking about details in the movie, but that no, just, no, that... we're not. I'm we're in the leftover. <laughs> this is the notes. point of Don't leftover notes. <laughs> yeah, no, I got commented. So I have a like a backup camera, and I'm just imagining the same like I'm just like the same little square watching shitty like air like I don't know like airplane level from like I don't know what was it 2000 it was early 2000s 2006 like grainy movie. You're like all right, cool. I'll watch a YouTube video real quick on my TV or like my little tiny TV. I remember seeing this movie in theaters and specifically the computer generation didn't age a day in that at the time it looked that shitty. And I remember it being that shitty. Mm. Yeah. It looks the exact amount of shitty. And also the final fight, I remember being confused by it. And I was like, why am I confused by a Rocky fight? Like this is, it's just a, it's a straightforward fight watching it now. Because it was the most confusing thing ever. They made it as art. They made it as uh, art movie as possible. Possible. Yeah, possible. <laughs> Stand on it. Don't give that. No. That's what you said. Yeah, I said popsicle. Um, <laughs> they made it as art deco as possible. Like, what the fuck? Like, why was there like black and white? And then like some people had uh, color for no reason. And then the blood. And then it was flashing back to like times Adrian was like. 
you know, you're my friend. And then uh, Mickey would be there and he's like, you're a killer rock. And then he's like, oh, I'm getting dizzy. And then uh, it's a shot of a woman saying round six. There's like no fighting in it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sure, they it was like a probably a, like a rush job. Maybe they just cut out a lot of those like scenes in this movie last minute. Just because if I know Sylvester Stallone by now, he probably made like a four hour cut of this movie. If I know Sylvester Stallone, uh, which I do, yeah. <laughs> uh, he edited this movie on iMovie himself. Uh, I don't doubt it. He took a he class actually... at the Apple Store. And he edited Rocky Six. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, I think he had been in the Spy Kids movie, and that's how Robert Rodriguez edited those movies, was on, like, iMovie in wow, his really? garage. This is Sylvester's worst fear, is that a podcast talks about his Rocky movie, and Spy Kids gets brought up, like, five times. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, just that's stick exactly to the Rocky Balboa want. stuff. <laughs> Oh, sorry, what was that? It's exactly what he didn't want. Uh, that's fine. If I can spend the next two weeks of my life just shaming Stallone, like Sylvester Stallone, I I will. I have no problem doing that. Yeah, I mean his his statue is outside of the uh, the art museum, and I'm not joking. I was there last weekend, and there was a huge line outside there, and a bunch of people running up the stairs, and no one going in. No one cares. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was cute, the little thing at the end. When, did y'all, I don't know if you watched the credits, but they had, uh, like, real footage. And I'm guessing they just went, they're like, hey, let's just go there. And then whoever's there asked them if they want to be in yes. the rolling credits. For sure. Uh, so, yeah, it was just like, I mean, I, if I was fucking there, I'd be like, yeah, I'll be in the goddamn Rocky Balboa credits. Let so, me walk, let me run up backwards or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, and then we'll play it in reverse. And then... <laughs> That's the thing, though. They weren't looking for bits. <laughs> yeah, no. They don't want you running backwards making fun of it. I, I think uh, I remember that part of the movie, but as soon as that started and I realized what it was, I turned the movie off. I'm good. Mm. I yeah, um that's, that's I remember that in the theater because I watched it with a friend of mine whom we had made a short film of us like going to all the Rocky locations and doing Rocky things. And like we cut it together and made like this little thing with my dad. And when we saw that in the movie, my dad was like, oh, we should have sent it to them and they could have put in the credits. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we missed out. And realizing now that they just sent a camera guy to the Rocky Steps and that's how they filmed that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And also you you probably you filmed it on a like a like when like, digital cameras first started having video. Mm-hmm. It's probably it was one a of camcorder. Those. Oh, yeah. it was a camcorder. You know, hey, I'm not trying to. It actually it actually had tape, yeah. Oh, tape. Okay, cool. Because we couldn't afford to have the digital stuff. And this was like 2005, 2006, well into the time period where you should have had a digital <laughs> camcorder. Dude, my first camcorder when I was a kid, I used to make little movies, and uh, it fit a full VHS tape. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. The first one that my parents had was like that, but when I was like six they accidentally knocked it off of the shelf it was on and broke oh yeah so we never got i never got to use it in my like heyday of making short movies yeah and i got to use mine for like an eighth grade book project which i think i've brought up before uh which was great and then also uh oh geez 
uh, I did do, I, I tried, uh, <laughs> Donnie, hey, you know, you, you were, you're not the, the funniest friend, but, uh, you did, you were one of the creative ones. We made, like, skateboard videos. Uh, so, yeah, iMovie shit for those. Uh, but let's be real, they just always look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon subscribers, you're gonna wanna go and follow Donnie <laughs> Quiet on all of the socials. Yeah, I'll see if I can dig up his iMovie content and really just like, and that's gonna be $2,000. It's real good shit. Oh, shit. Kai, uh, tr- uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you have a sort of uh, shout out to Donnie on your tattoo? Uh, doesn't the turtle have nine fingers? No, that would be amazing. Uh, oh, I thought that was, oh, maybe because we were talking about it afterwards and we were like, oh, it should have been nine fingers. It should have been nine fingers. Uh, no, it was around the same time that I got it. Donnie though. only has nine fingers. Our okay. best. I was yeah, just Donnie... going to say, wait, we need, we need t- contact. Yeah. That. So Donnie nine pins, uh, stop it. <laughs> Donnie nine pins. He has nine <laughs> fingers and it's not necessarily all his fault. I was involved. Uh, right. And I guess you could say that it entirely was your fault. <laughs> Let's let everyone else decide. Uh so I'll be the judge of this. No, that's not that's not fair. It, you know, it's not uh it's not your fault. It's not like you did it on purpose. So I think this information is not gonna be too shocking to Donnie's parents when he listens uh or Donnie's parents when they listen to the sixth installment uh, of Rocky Balboa episode on my podcast. But Yeah, they're one of the twenty people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayno uh, is huge on the Patreon. <laughs> loves it. He's Wayno. throwing down that one grand for uh... No, but So my, my unfortunately my grandfather died. Uh and at the same time uh around the time I went down to go visit uh Donnie and uh he got Donnie got some like not great news about family dynamic shit or whatever people like family stuff. You just whatever. His dad came and got drunk with us and kind of bummed us out over some shit. I don't know. Dad stuff. Uh, but we woke up the next morning and just kind of down and like needed like a pick me up. So he's like, what if I call up my boy? Uh, let's go with Derek. That's totally not his real name. Uh, <laughs> and see if he's got like acid. Because why not do acid, right? When you're super depressed and sad about your your loved ones passing. Uh, so yeah, we did we did two hits. And then we specifically went out to go pick up marijuana. Because I think that's kind of like a common thing for the calm down. People like that. Uh but we complained that it like wasn't working, uh, so we got more acid because that's what you do when you don't feel the effects. Is just ask for more. Literally every person who's ever done acid does that. <sighs> it was stupid, but we did it as he. We found out along the journey to go pick up the weed that we weren't allowed to then go to the actual location, so we had to be dropped off randomly. So we got dropped off at the, this random like park, um, and what you want to do is redose two people who are already dosed on acid with more and then leave them stranded by themselves okay uh so donnie i believe to put this more on him suggested going to scale that we started going towards the water um like this i don't know we're next to the ocean like we're in salem um and he kind of was like hey wouldn't it be am i never wrong is that the ocean that's the ocean yeah we're near the ocean uh he's like hey let's go scale that private property that says don't go there um so we like scaled along like the rocky shore, like Rocky Balboa, like Rocky Balboa. Thank you, perfect tie-in for uh, uh, for the, all the listeners who aren't familiar with the Northeast. Think uh, Manchester by the Sea, Casey ooh, Affleck. Uh, okay. uh, that's sort of a setting. That is kind of a very appropriate. Um, yeah. yeah, that actually. Thank you. That's actually fucking perfect. So yeah. feel the waves, 
Jim, can you get like a seagull in there? Hey, do you want to like go over there and let's go up there? All right, do you want to go first? No, you go first. (laughs) And then I went first. This is how the story goes. I climbed up ahead of him. So, I mean, technically I blame this on him because he made me go first. So I like started scaling this private property. And when I got like elevated above him, I used a boulder to like push myself up to gain my footing. And it let loose and went flying towards his face. Uh, And I, I did manage to like tell him to move and he did duck out of the way, but it landed on his finger and like pretty much rolled off except for and this is a little gruesome pretty much with like a little bit of skin holding it together a little bit on like it's it was gone like this that index finger was like nah man i'm out oh the worst one yeah no i mean he can try to convince his parents i think got an xbox out of it because he was like i gotta get my l1 trigger figured (laughs) out uh i'm not kidding donnie was pretty quick to just be like how can i use this to my advantage Mm. uh i mean he wrapped it with like a bandana and was like art chicks think i'm cool now (laughs) um (laughs) so so you know you gotta you gotta work with what you got d9s sorry let me throw more uh nicknames dunk dunk on donnie even now um well if i if you want i could dunk on you for a little bit because there was so much unnecessary detail to that story like you you were like you started out with you being sad. That didn't factor into the actual story itself <laughs> at all. I guess I was trying to give reason for why I did acid, but I guess it really no, doesn't matter. Hang you on. Just do acid. Here's the start of the story. So we're on the beach and we're we just done acid. <laughs> there I guess you that go. That would have worked. But you've, I wanted you've to let you begun know. Begun the story. It was a lot of exposition for <laughs> imagine two kids who are high on acid <laughs> climbing rocks on a beach imagine uh imagine cargo shorts and birkenstocks and they're climbing <laughs> and boat shoes no i had boat shoes on kai, kai, kai sends a, a boulder rolling towards donnie and it eviscerates his finger and that's why he has nine fingers now that's the story okay. kai you know, that's wait, wait, wait. the whole story i want to be honest i should have started with there and, the, and then gone for a little bit more because the only thing that made that additionally interesting was that i went into a police car which i don't know if you've ever tripped on acid inside of a police car but it is terrifying because uh, they were gonna bring we had to go to the uh mass general uh so from salem it's like a 45 minute deal i got in the police car and you know, Donnie got put into the ambulance and I'm seeing this police officer like he's going to bring me, but he's like talking to the ambulance, uh, the EMT. And then he seems like looking back and forth at me and I can tell he's getting pissed. And it's because, OK, it's been revealed that I'm tripping balls. Uh, so he pulls me out of the car and I'm fucking I'm hitting hard and he just unleashes on me. He's like, this fucking family's here. You fuck, you know, just like really. And they just dip. I watch everyone just leave me and I know no one. And my best friend just got sent to Mass General. Um and luckily, uh, fuck Derek. Never seen you again, Derek. I don't know what happened to you, but you bailed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely, I was lucky to have a friend bring me to Mass General, and then I just remained the rest of my day tripping inside of a <laughs> inside of a hospital. The perfect place to trip balls. Oh, a place where there's no windows, and every floor looks exactly the same. So I just like I spent the whole fucking day lost inside of there. My God. I watched a family get bad news and just, like, took on their weight of their pain. (laughs) That's one of my favorite uh, 
sort of adolescent stories and I wasn't there and I had no part of it. I do not feel any more guilt. I think I'm over it. <laughs> Sorry, Donnie. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know what Donnie has to deal with? Not having an index finger. He can't play guitar, right? And I would imagine Guitar Hero is not, like, no longer as fun. He says that he once told me that it was easier to hold a beer. So that might be something. Hey. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't say that after you were like, hey, I'm sorry about that time I made you lose a finger. I obliterated <laughs> your hand, yeah. And he was like, no, I don't feel bad. Like, I, I mean, it's easier to hold a beer now. <laughs> His dad showed up, Wayno, and I remember him pointing down at me and being like, nice job. <laughs> was, he would do is, that. Yeah. Is his name Wayno, or is it like Wayne, and then it's Wayne. everyone adds an O? It's that, yeah. Okay, it's Wayno. Cool. I, yeah. like, I was his, really his mother was... didn't name him Wayno. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I wanted. No. They were like, I all right, Wayno, Wayno is his name-o. Done. <laughs> <laughs> They're filling right. out their birth. Yeah, no. Keep going. No, <laughs> Am I the bad person? Did I? Is it my fault in this scenario? You know, yes. I'm the bad person for making the story goddamn this long. You know what? You're right. It is my fucking fault. Anyway, uh, so an uh, when Rocky's at the ice skating rink, he... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> Yeah, it ties no. into when he trips and falls and cuts off uh, Adrian's fingers. Yeah. <sighs> no, I think I'm good on acid for the rest of my life, though. I think I'll call it there. I think that was good for me. Maybe I'll save it for when I'm, like, 60 years old and having a fucking crisis instead of actually getting my ass kicked by a 20-year-old. I do have to say, if that were to happen, yeah, that would be the craziest thing in my, like, to just, like, look at a hand and, like, from Donnie's perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. High on acid. Yeah. And then he has to look at his hand and be like, part of me is missing. It's like, if yeah. you've ever read Catch-22... There's a, like, the whole movie, or the whole book is, like, funny, it's, like, goofy, and then, like, there's, like, little glimpses, like, little things, but then at one point, a guy gets cut in half, and then the book gets very real all of a sudden. I imagine that's what it was like for Donnie. He, he actually, so the first thing he did was he wanted to go back down and go into the water. That was his first instincts. It's get into the water. We got to wash this. So I. (laughs) Not a great idea, Donnie. Not a great idea to go. No, my first instinct was let's go back to civilization. Uh, So we did. But by the time we, I don't know how much time had passed, but by the time we got back, there was just like families on the beach. So we just come strolling like, help, help. And he's just got blood gushing from his hands. And we're a fucking mess. Uh, I wish I had the 911 call because I had no idea where we were. So I, I borrowed, like, I, I just, like, yeah, I just panicked. Uh, and just, I remember going up to, like, a lifeguard or whatever, like, a person that worked at the that along that shore. Uh, and they were finally able to help me. But Jesus Christ, yeah. Full panic on my end. He surprisingly kind of stayed calm through the whole thing. He even was like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Like, he was great. He still is. Yeah, well, a lot of people respond that way when uh, something really shocking happens, like they lose a finger, you know, and they're like, something kicks in in them when they're, uh, you know, that your brain kind of protects you a lot of the time, you know? And yeah, it's I wonder like, what that's called. Shock? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah I think that's it. <laughs> well, what, what I fell for is that when we got there, the fucking hospital was at like 99% capacity. So he just hung out for like two hours. Yeah. Uh, this was just, uh, six months ago. It was during COVID. And that's why yeah. the hospital was <laughs> <at>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
No, what I do remember is me crying and be like, I'll give you my finger. And he's like, I don't want that stubby piece of shit. <laughs> he's got four really long fingers. Okay, and Dottie. Tiny finger. All right, Dottie, here's what we're going to do. We're gonna take, we're gonna take Kai's big thumb, uh, toe. <laughs> <laughs> this is the doctor that's talking to him, right? Yeah, yeah. No, she was pretty straight up. She was just like, "Look, take the knuckle, just don't do it. Don't, don't try to put this fucking thing back on." And she called oh, yeah. it a day. So we got lucky that we got someone that was like, "No, nah, you'll have better functionality. Just fucking get this thing off your body." Yeah. So, Patreon subscribers, make sure you tune in to next episode. Uh, Rocky <laughs> 7 hasn't come out yet. but uh, We're going to watch Creed. <laughs> we're going to watch Creed. And we're going to talk oh, about no. the time that Jim's childhood best friend lost his head. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I don't want <laughs> you to talk about Ralph. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you for coming on. And I'm so sorry I made you watch Rocky Balboa. Uh, I don't know if you would have otherwise. Um, no, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, but it, but thank so, you for the apology, and uh, I hope you end. I hope you end every episode with apologizing to the guest for taking part. You would I be think, surprised. I think we've done it a few times, but I think for the most part, I think we've had people who are like, "Thank you so much for making me watch." You know what? The worst uh, Indiana Jones movie. People appreciate that. Right, right, right. Is that the yeah. one with LaBeouf? Yeah. Oh, yeah, mm. undoubtedly. Uh, we'll see. This new one's coming out. Maybe that will be the worst Indiana Jones movie. We'll find out. Wow, okay. Hard to top the last one. Uh, so, those Patreon supporters, uh, definitely get those thousands of dollars in. Uh, but everybody else, uh, as well as those Patreon supporters, we will be back next week. We'll be talking Creed 1 with Jack McDermott. Y'all remember Jack. He was here to discuss Tremors 3, Back to Perfection, uh, and was actually also our first Patreon supporter. Hop in Thanks, there. Jack. Get yourself uh, uh, a, a chance to vote Katie for the upcoming series. We're uh, going to be doing... They had all the uh, voting power, you know, so... Many, many rounds of... We don't know yet. <laughs> I shouldn't say. I don't know when this comes out. Who knows what movie series are going to be available, but uh, get in there. Get your voice heard, because otherwise the McDermott's are just going to keep deciding what movies we review. <laughs> And it's just Rocky more and more. You should get Dylan McDermott on the show. I will just have a plethora of only McDermott. I should get... Wait, Dylan McDermott? Yeah, he's on... Uh, he was on some show in the 90s. You know who he is if you looked him up. Yeah. Oh, hang on. I got this. Do you want to end the show on looking up Dylan McDermott? <laughs> There's that SNL sketch, uh, Dylan McDermott or Dermot Milroney. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, hold on, no joke, Jim, do you just want to end it on just you reading Dylan McDermott's Wikipedia page? <laughs> and then we'll fade out. <laughs> Slow fade. <Yeah. laughs> Dylan McDermott, born Anthony, Mark Anthony McDermott. Okay, that was a weird thing. What show was on? What was the big show he was on? The Practice. The Practice. He was on The Practice. Guys, and Patreon subscribers, make sure you <laughs> check out The Practice on CBS uh, 20 years ago. Uh, thank you, few people that were on the podcast that are still listening out of just guilt. Um, you're the best. We love you very much. Yeah. Uh, and whoever you are in Ireland, keep listening. I really appreciate that you're showing up. Oh, yeah, there <laughs> is an Irish person who's listening. Hey, all right. Uh, I appreciate you. I hope I hope we're entertaining. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, they're going to they're gonna look at this. They're going to say, Ryan Clark, that's, that's an Irish guy right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you please uh, blurb out to... All of your, you have, hold on, you have a community of Irish people in your life, obviously, right? Absolutely. 
Yeah, so use Jim that O'Donnell. connection to get us a little bit more Ireland uh, when it comes to looking at our, our Podbean stats. We need it. Uh, well, what? I didn't what? understand that either. <laughs> what? Hold on. Let me try this again. Use your influence with the Irish community. We really need to boost up our Podbean stats. Hang um, on. Wait, wait. Why are we getting Ryan to do this and not me? What? Do you have access to the Irish community? Yeah, I mean, Jim, you're Jim O'Donnell. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I actually just realized we got, that. We got Kai Bobby. That's in, in Gaelic. Uh, you know, <laughs> I found out my name means, uh, I think my middle name means foreign woman. Hmm. Yeah. Mine's, I mean, um, mine is, uh, it means the 10th letter in the alphabet. Really? My middle name's J, yeah. Huh. Ryan, uh, Ryan in Gaelic is Little King. I did know that, actually, because I had a friend, Ryan, who wanted to get uh, Little King tattooed on his chest, and then everyone made fun of him because they'd be like, yeah, like, a penis would be a Little King. And then he was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to lie. Of uh, course, that's where my brain went right away. I'm sorry, Ryan. I do call mine Little King. So, yeah. folks, thanks for joining us here. <laughs> <laughs> I promise that they don't. Oh, I just keep fine. wanting to be the one that uh, ends the episode. Even I, I'm actually, the my favorite thing is that you're and you've ended it like five times, and we're the ones that keep extending it. Actually, wait. Ryan, I keep trying to wrap you, it up. Will you? Will you wrap us up, please? Uh, please tell us about. Wait, next wait, wait, week. wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. Before you do that, I just want to get this out. What the uh, the Twitch you promoted, right? Yes. What uh, was that? What was uh, the URL for that? Uh, easiest way to follow. Well, uh, we uh, stream on the Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash pack theater. Um, and that is a theater we're associated with. But really easy way to find us is uh, you can follow me on all the bullshits at dollar slices, plural dollar slices. And then uh, you can follow the sketch group fever comedy dot la so we do a show like every two weeks until we get back to doing our monthly live show in the theater but uh you can just follow me on social media if you made it uh two and a half hours into this podcast then you can (laughs) find me and you can find all my shit from there tight 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 thank you ryan i appreciate you sharing all of your time with us we'll see you next time folks ryan please bring us out tell us about you know whatever you want okay folks uh i also have a patreon um hey i'm I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm selling, uh, I'm starting this new podcast. I want you guys to check it out where I do, uh, I sort of take on movie franchises and we sort of just joke around about them. I faded you out. Folks, What's right. the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rotten Schmetchers. Smart and It's rottentomatoes.com. I'm trying to get the URL. It is taken, but I am in talks. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to Patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.